just taking a moment to check out what's happening with your posture and make whatever adjustments that you need so that your hips are now tilted forward the top of your hips are tilted forward slightly in front of your sitting bones Allowing the spine to elongate and the neck to elongate and the muscles to relax. Just taking a moment to notice the difference of sitting from standing and how this might be a relief after standing for 10 minutes. So most of the time our comfort comes from movement, not from surrender. That's an important thing just to note. For many people, for a whole variety of reasons, it's not so easy just to turn on a switch and have a feeling of what loving kindness is. And so we can just know that. And rather than demand it to be different, we can work with that. So we can jumpstart it. So bring to mind the image of something that for you represents unconditioned loving kindness. Whether it's a person or a spiritual teacher. Whether it's the sun shining. Whether it's a, a sacred spot on the ocean or in the mountains whether it's a a particularly loving animal. It's just always loving there. So really, it absolutely does not matter. It does not matter at all where the image comes from or what it is about. It could be Ramana Maharshi's eyes, these deep pools of love. Just like an archetypical image of a mother nursing a child. Or very, could be simple or very personal, something that's very specific for you. And so it doesn't matter where it comes from, but what's just really helpful is to have a, something that for you evokes a feeling of love, really that has no conditions on it. Now, some people are visual and they can see things. Other people are more kinesthetic and they feel things. Some are more cognitive and they think things. And then the emotional type is the one that has an emotional tone of things. And so, you know, let this image arise for you in the way that you can know it best, easiest.
So to do that, you need to know what your own access is. And not require you conjure up something through a different access. Something that evokes unconditioned love in a way that you know it. And as this image, feeling, quality comes, then we want to bring it to ourself, direct it to ourself, direct it to our heart center. And again, the way you do this is going to be dependent on whether you're visual or kinesthetic, whether you feel things emotionally or whether you're cognitive, whether you think, have ideas. So the cognitives do great with phrases and the visuals do great with seeing pictures and the kinesthetic feel their body and the emotional ones experience the emotional tone of things. And there isn't a right way. There isn't a best way. The best way is the way that works for you. Bringing this quality of love and tenderness to one's own heart, center. Touching one's own aspiration to wake up. Touching one's own fears, sorrows, joys, talents. Just like a wash, allowing this quality of love to touch and soothe and nourish. See, hold, illuminate.
let's try this from another way. Let's think about this in another way. Bring to the mind an image of a very young child. Very young. Hopefully somebody that you know, you know well, you care about a lot. And as you see this very young child, just think what you feel, or just notice how you feel when you're close. How your body wants to protect, or to play, or to hold, or to support, or to nourish, to keep warm. Notice how you respond, how what you are doing is to just be utterly responsive to where that child is, what that child needs, what that child is saying or doing. And just tune into how it feels to be able to take care and to respond and to play and to laugh and to wipe the tears in this kind of a responsive way. You're not wanting anything for yourself, you're just wanting to, to do the, to take care. Sometimes you have to even say no, have very clear boundaries. That's also what's needed when you care. Just imagine yourself that age. Just imagine yourself that little. Each of us were that little. Tender and vulnerable and curious and mischievous. All of those things. Mm. And allowing that quality of responsiveness, of loving, of caring to come into our own experience as we were experiencing as a very, very young child. Somebody who just wanted to meet us who saw us, who responded to us. Cared for us. And if our own personal experience was, this is that our, our primary caretakers had agendas. Maybe they wanted us to be disciplined, or they didn't have a lot of capacity in themselves to care in a way 
they didn't have an agenda then we can substitute that first experience of unconditioned love that we touched into and bring that now here to this child who we once were something, someone, someplace, some situation where there's an abundance of love that has no strings attached. Feeling it. Drinking it in. Growing in the presence of it. Letting this move through the years of our lives or the torment of our adolescence, the turbulence of our twenties, uncertainties. Our losses, our successes, the things that we have failed at. Touching. Receiving, seeing, allowing, holding. To the times when we have been wronged unjustly. To the times we have felt so alone, so utterly alone. Now, for many of us, it's almost as if we've been a dried-up sponge and we need to soak it in for a while. Really soak it in. We need to know what this feels like. We need to know it in our body. We need to know that it's okay to feel the things that we feel. And in the presence of this kind of loving kindness, you know, how does that illuminate the kind of ways that we sometimes speak about ourselves or think about ourselves from a place of insufficiency. Sometimes attached to our woundedness.
This kind of loving kindness in no way, shape, or form denies the pain that we've experienced. But knows that that's not who we are. What does it feel like to let our body know this, feel this? What does it feel like in our chest and our muscles? What does it feel like in our bones? What does it feel like in how we sit in our connection to the earth? Surrendering our body into this field of loving kindness, letting our body soak it up, soak it in, drink it up. When our body begins to get a feeling for what this is, how does that help direct to our moods and our emotions and our thoughts? We have a tangible feeling memory we can refer to. Does that give us some ballast? Letting this quality of loving kindness come to the to the ways in which we think about ourselves. The wallpaper softens so much part of the picture we don't even notice. It's there.
Oh, in the same way that we have this really deep-seated longing to, to care for and respond to and be present with this very young child. We can bring this quality of caring to ourselves, the things that we think and feel, the ideas that we have, the memories that we have, our history, and all of the ways that we shape who we take ourselves to be. Every element of our identity. fullness of who we are can be known and held and received in loving kindness. So we can see that we can bring loving kindness to our thoughts and our body and our feelings. We can, we can generate loving kindness and bring it to what we are experiencing. We can get a feeling for what it feels like and how that might be different from what we normally feel like. And we can see that the normal things that we feel can arise in loving kindness, can be known in loving kindness can be received with loving kindness.
And if we are experiencing some physical pain while we're sitting here, what happens when we bring this kindness very close to the place that is paining? We can use this kindness to soften the resistance around the pain. don't need to use it as a kind of bulldozer or as a kind of club. Gentle. Gentle strength. Gentle strength to be with something in a new way. So many of us so deeply appreciate being able to be kind to others. Acting with kindness to others. And yet if we have no real capacity to be kind to ourselves, it's almost as if we're trying to give away something that we don't have. We can't do it not grounded. And so whether it works for you to repeat phrases, to do it very systematically, or to use your body as an anchor, what's really important is to feel what this force of kindness feels like and to let it become something that you know.
so deeply. It's like a sponge that's hypersaturated. It can't hold any more. It's all filled up. And when we're so all filled up with this loving kindness, that is the time when we're in a position. to share it with others, to spread it, to send it, to care for others, is when we have it so much that it's spilling over. And for many of us, this is an ongoing question. How do I tend to myself as well as care for others? I don't know that there's a right answer. We have to know what this feels like, really, in order to be able to share it out. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.